Welcome to WP Tonic Roundtable Podcast, where a panel of leading WordPress junkies discusses the latest WordPress and internet stories of the week. Now, on with the show with your moderator, Jonathan Denwood. Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic Roundtable Show. This is episode 497. We've got a nice panel. I think I've found some interesting stories. I think it's going to be a it looks promising, listeners and viewers. It could be a great roundtable show. I'm going to let the panel introduce themselves, and then we're going to be quickly off onto the stories. And first of all, Kim Shivler, would you like to introduce yourself, Kim? Yes, thanks, Jonathan. I'm Kim Shivler. I'm a business and technology coach and instructor. Excited to be guesting today. Yeah, great. Thanks. Wow. Yeah. Good to see all, you, Kim. Yeah, Thank always you, welcome. Sally. Um, I've got my friend Sally. Sally, would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, certainly. My name is Sally Getch. I'm the WP fangirl and organizer of the East Bay WordPress Meetup, uh, which had its second uh, <coughs> virtual meetup this past weekend. Uh, and uh, I am uh, <coughs> a devoted cat person uh, and in possession of a new garden. All right. Well, that sounds interesting. Uh, Rob Spencer, would you like to introduce yourself? Spencer Parman, launchflows.com. Right. And we've got Vito. Vito, would you like to introduce yourself to the listeners and viewers? Sure. My name is Vito. I'm the founder and CEO of WP Feedback. That's great. And we've got Michelle. Michelle, would you like to introduce yourself to the listeners and viewers? Yes, I am Michelle Butcher-Jones. I am from Southern Illinois. I work for a company called Thrive Agency as their support specialist, um, pretty much wrangling any type of fixes and tweaks you could do to uh, WordPress-based websites. There we go. And before we go into the main stories of the week, um, I just want to talk about a couple of our great sponsors. Our main sponsor, which is Kinster, been sponsoring been our main sponsor of the show for almost over over two years and I've been using their hosting for a similar amount of time and it's WordPress hosting it uses Google Cloud as their framework it's really powerful adaptive um, and you get a superb interface when you go and use other hosting providers other clients hosting providers and look at their interface, you think to yourself, I couldn't go back to that, basically. It's that good. You get all the te- technical bells and whistles. You can choose what version of PHP you want with one click. Uh, one click backup, it, I can go on and on. And the main thing is you get really quality 24-7 support in those difficult situations and the client is not happy and you're under pressure that you can get hold of somebody that can answer your question almost straight away you're not put on hold for an hour plus and the person you speak to normally can fix the problem in my own experience i've never had to be accelerated up the food chain the person that i spoke to initially was able to deal with the problem if that sounds interesting go over to kinster and the main thing is tell them that you heard about them on the wp tonic show uh, our other sponsor is LaunchFlows, and LaunchFlows is an amazing product. Only recently came on the market the past three months, but it enables you now to build really fantastic funnels, the equivalent of click funnels, with their product, with WooCommerce and Animator, the free versions. By combining those three together, you can build really modern funnels not only for woocommerce but practically for any situation so go over to launchflow's website and use the coupon code wp tonic rocks i repeat that wp tonic rocks and you get 25 percent off launchflow's so on to the first story my beloved panel. Um, WooCommerce Payments allows shop owners to manage payments without leaving the WordPress admin. What did you think of this one, Spencer? My mic's on, right? So a couple takeaways, always with the tavern, have to make a note. Um, This is a Justin Tadlock, good article, slightly infomercially, but guest appearance, number two comment, 
by the hermit, the man we love but never see, Mr. Matt Mullenweg. Audience appeal. Matt drops in on this infotorial to say, hello, here's our new jetpack feature, which allows you to sell Stripe Gateway under a label called WooCommerce, which, after you read the details, I have no idea what they're trying to do here other than trying to get people to use Jetpack because it's Stripe under the hood, white labeled as WooCommerce, but not in the WooCommerce plugin itself or even the WooCommerce uh, extra plugin. It's a third WooCommerce thing that now when you connect, you have to figure out which thing I'm selling with Stripe and WooCommerce. And by the way, doesn't support subscriptions, recurring payments, or any other gateways. Nothing, nothing that's useful. It's, another, it's a Gutenberg for WooCommerce. Yeah. And, well, I don't know if it's a Gutenberg for WooCommerce, but I, and I haven't tried it, although I've been bombarded by emails from WooCommerce and you know little pop-up notifications in my dashboard and all that good stuff. Uh, I think the idea is that for people who are just setting up a store, it's easier than, you know, hooking up a payment gateway yourself and that ABIs kind of thing. And stuff, yeah. Hold on, hold on. But, stop on the, let's stop on that point because let's break it down ourselves. Stripe Gateway is a plugin for WooCommerce that takes you, if it takes you more than four to six minutes to set up, you are literally doing something wrong. You go to oh, Stripe. The, the plugin is easy. Setting up your Stripe account. But that's all that this does right now. It sets up Stripe through Stripe Express. It literally is Stripe without going to Stripe.com. Why? The why is simply answered by Jetpack. This is oh, a oh sure it gives them it you know it gives them more uh, it gives them more control it gives them more leverage it gives them more stuff but um, you know it's pretty clear from the way stuff is described that they're aiming at the people who were using. You know, maybe a regular PayPal, uh, PayPal uh, account, and uh, uh, you know all that where they didn't have the ability to process the stuff on the site, and they're sending folks off to PayPal. But Sally, I mean, let, let's just you and I, because I'm not criticizing your observation. I'm saying let's be intelligent, break this down. It doesn't work with PayPal right now. It only works with Stripe right now. It adds a third plugin for WooCommerce right now. And the dashboards give you three places to look right now. And the CEO of Automatic right now woke up from his golden slumber to make a comment on it right now in the infotorial of Justin's article. Why, 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 why? Most companies would not release a half-baked product to a community that has a third of the internet that merely confuses the product that they already have, which is WooCommerce. Well, this one does. <laughs> and a part of this whole, this whole thing is like maybe someday it will and it should. And in a way, that is the way. That's why I love it. You know, it's this whole and, and then on top of it, you know, the kings of GPL. There's a part of the plugin that's hidden behind a private repository. Phone at home, baby. So, Phone at home all the way. So those who want to translate it can't. But they're thinking about making it public in the future. Right. And in the meantime, you answered the question, Michelle. You bring up the good point, which is let, those of us who've been here see it for what it is. Let's just call it what it is. This is just one step inching closer to one day you wake up and you put in Jetpack with WordPress and everything else you just pay through Jetpack. Ta-da. That is clearly what the goal is here. I mean, it wasn't really hard to figure out before, but this is just one more thing of no way this is going to ever do anything without Jetpack because they want to find the people who go to GoDaddy or to HostGator or Bluehost. Oh, look, one plugin Jetpack does it all. You have your WooCommerce shop and your payment gateway and the services and everything through us. Ta-da. Nothing to do with normal people using WordPress or using the ecosystem of .org, which would be fine if they just said it. Like, hey, this is a .com product designed yeah, for... I don't, I don't understand all the secrecy. This is all, you know, it's all done, you know, like it's a secret plan, isn't it? What do you reckon, Vito? Is it too secret? Um, I, get, I get the secrecy, you know, like why, why you, you got to do some stuff like that uh, under the hood. But I do agree with Spencer that it's, it does it seem half-baked compared to the audience and the, the level of the product that they should be building for. Uh, 
I see the model, Spencer. It makes sense, you know. It makes sense. It simplifies the process. They have the they have the 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 person attention, you know, when they set up this uh, like this basic uh, wool shop, uh, and so why not be that solution instead of Stripe because. There is, a, there is a, a discovery process that needs to occur before you open a Stripe account, you know, uh, yeah. for most people. Uh, you can open be, a WooCommerce account instead through Automatic. That's what it is, instead of Stripe. Yeah. It's going to be white label. No, it's all that, one login. Exactly. It's all why one not, login you know? now anyways. And that, well, you know, that, why not? That, you, that, won't, you won't be even aware of, uh, of Stripe. You'll just be using right. it as, uh, as the solution. And, and, what, uh, the, what, and they the, get a, a little cut out of this, uh, out of this spike. And what a dog's breath that we're signing up for WooCommerce now is for the first time on the site. Oh, Lord, these people make it harder to buy God stuff almighty, what a, <laughs> what, a, what a dog's breath of a process. It's, it, it, it's is, easier to it? return something to WooCommerce than to buy something if you if you haven't set up any account there. Have you ever thought that was to be taken out and shot? You know, just put out their misery of UX design ability. God almighty. I mean, yes. I mean, they're just laying the groundwork, to be fair. They're laying the groundwork for Elementor to come in and kick some ass here because, like, everyone. Well, it's, you know, everything we complain about is an opportunity for, for somebody yeah. uh, to sure. do it better. No, I mean, but, uh, like, they, they have a very unique position because they, they have the product, you know, so they can play stuff in front of people. I think it's going to be great news. You know, it's, it's pretty obvious what's coming. And I, I, I think it's really great. I'm pretty cool about it because I think for once, Matt is going to get some serious competition in the WordPress ecosystem. And, you know, I think he's going to have to buck his ideas. Wait, wait, did you just say buck. ecosystem? Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, um, I think he's going to have to buck his ideas up, you know, um, I actually think, which is the most disturbing thing, um, um, is that um, he actually does believe that Jetpack was the driver of success for WordPress. And, uh, I don't get but, this Jetpack thing at all. I, I don't know. <laughs> you know. I think I think it's probably let them, you know, put their tentacles into a lot of stuff. No, but. but he actually, you know, he actually um, believes it, you know, and it's quite disturbing that he that he. He can, you know, it's total fantasy. What, what drove WordPress was all the thousands and thousands of blue collar, you know, in separate communities that push WordPress to to average yeah. clients for their website. That's what drove WordPress, right. not bloody Jetpack. You know, I don't know where, I thought he, you know, he was taking the piss when he came out with that statement, but it's obvious he actually believes it, you know, which is even, even more disturbing, really, that he, he's in such a fantasy land that he actually believes that that, you know, and I always feel sorry about saying this because the Jetpack people are such nice people when you meet them at word camps, but it's a load of shit, isn't it? It's the worst, it's the worst piece the of shit. first plug in the go after Hello it's Dollar. The, it's, the worst, it's the first thing you yeah. remove if you know any, got, got yeah. any scent. You just ditch it straight away, don't you? So, yeah. There we go. That's my penny worth. That's me finished in the WordPress community. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who, I don't care. Uh, um, I'm going to get even more outrageous in the next few weeks. I've just had enough of all this bullshit. Um, <laughs> we, <laughs> we, um, right. Want your content to succeed? Make it resonate with the right audience. Yeah, so, so what do you reckon that one, Kim? I liked the article. I mean, it was, he always writes well. I, I think it was a, okay, it made sense. And I think he's right that a lot of people are just trying to write pretty much advertorial, infotorial sales content. Which is understandable. Opposed, it's understandable. Right. And, and I think that that was, that was good. I think it was a long article to say that. Yeah, he, he, he <laughs> it like, took a lot of words to get to the class on it, didn't it? You know, it was kind of one of those, like, you felt like it was, if you ever go to a recipe page and because of SEO, they spend, you know, 1500 words just writing about it and you're just going, give me the damn recipe. <laughs> and uh, it's, it kind of looked like that. Uh, I did thought he, I thought he did some great graphics. I liked it. Um, it made sense. I would have liked him to get to a little bit more of the how 
If we know we're going to address these people, great. But could I have some insight on how to address those people as opposed to just don't write sales content? What makes them more interested? You didn't get into that too much. Uh, Right. I I mean, the the specifics of it are are likely to depend on your audience and who you're trying to reach and what what they're interested in. But you could probably cover a, a little bit more about, so, okay, like, uh, if you're if you've got your current customers, what do they really like? What do they struggle with? What do they ask questions about? If you've got you know etc. Et, 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 et to uh, to to find out what people might be interested in, and then of course, um, you know uh, you still have to address with problems one and two that he mentions at the at the top that there's a lot of competition and that there are you know, kind of the Google and Facebook wanting to keep you there and and keep people there and not send people off. And and so, um, although depending on what you're doing, you don't necessarily need a large audience if it's the right one. Um, That's right. You you still, uh, it, it's not necessarily going to solve the reach issue, uh, only the effectiveness once they get there. So what do you reckon, Vito? I think it's a great distribution uh, system, you know, to think about it like that and talk about these uh, amplifiers rather than uh, trying to um, take people like find people one at a time. Uh, there's a few ways uh, to go about it. First of all, we're doing it right now, all of us. Uh, we, we're using Jonathan's platform as an amplifier for our messaging and for our credibility. Uh, but also from, uh, you know, from a point of view of, you well, if you thought you were doing that by coming on this show, you you need to get... Oh, man. <laughs> well, you know, I, I told you a few, a few weeks back, somebody, somebody actually, you know, hired me for a uh, for a consultation by uh, uh, because he heard, heard me on the show a few years ago and thought I sounded smart. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> we were starting. Uh, I mean, it, it, yeah. right. It, it always startles me um, when I somebody mentions they listen to the show at all. <laughs> yes, except for the cat, of course. He's there. <laughs> sorry, yeah. sorry, Vito. So, so I think that the, uh, um, a great way of doing this is uh, is creating uh, um, articles that are uh, like like you were saying, tackling specific problems that the community has, but ad- addressing this with some data. So, like, uh, if if there's some information that you're collecting or some kind of feedback that you've gotten, this is always stuff that uh, other publishers are always looking for. You know, sharing data, uh, um, especially if it's framed in a nice and easy to consume way, like some colorful graphs, some colorful like kind of a, 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 you know these infographics, if you will. Uh, that's a beautiful way of leveraging this strategy that he's talking now and uh, reaching out to those people and actually getting a reply back. Yeah. What do you reckon, Michelle? Michelle, are you with us? No, not at the moment. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to know. That was a little bit of, of oops, no brain. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll get back to you later, Michelle. All right. Uh, um, I thought I just, uh, oh, God, I'm terrible. I know. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> uh, um, Spencer, what, what would, any final words on uh, um, this particular article? <clears throat> I mean, Rand's well, he's an authority in this area, but I mean, as far as, potential amplifiers being a focal point. I mean, I, I agree with the article wholeheartedly. I couldn't really add anything to it other than it was a really quick and well thought out article. So easily consumed and definitely to the point, which is don't waste your time. Well, it, right. And I mean, I think one thing that could be useful is you've got all those nice graphics uh, and that that is something that That's you what I mean, yeah. send to a client who's, if you're a content writer, yeah. that you could send to a client and ex- to help explain uh, how this works versus, you know, how how they may think it works. Uh, I, will, I, will, I will say one thing. Although the article was really mm-hmm. well written in the nice size, I felt the graphics confused the hell out of me. Yeah, they did, they did because, to me, actually. Because he just took the same graphic and just made the green thing slightly bigger, but not bigger enough to be obvious. I felt like what he should have done is like, made the things like much, much more drastically different so that when you go to the last paragraph, you get the point, which is, hey, focus your energy on potential amplifiers. So if you just made that one thing different, it would have been a better graphic. But otherwise, to your point. I've got a little tip for Michelle as well. Don't answer support questions as you... (laughs) 
So I've tried it myself. I've tried it myself and it doesn't work out too well. Yes, Spence, I think it's supposed to be the same illustration that he's just pointing out different things about the folks in those circles. I mean, maybe, but that's the part that threw me off. Like, why give the same picture five times? Because you can't put all the same, you can't put all the same text uh, uh, on the picture at once. I'm a guy who doesn't read. I'm a guy who doesn't read directions. The 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 columns thing that worked perfectly. When I got to the circles, I just felt like I was looking at the same picture. I had yeah, to do so, it like, so, yeah. it's those circles. It's, it's those circles. Back to Michelle. Yeah. Since, since I got my head back on right now, Michelle, I had a, right there. We yeah, go. watching you unscrew it was really entertaining. Yeah, it was. I, I had I had some drama I had to deal with. All right. I love articles, talks, anything like that, that pretty much goes on the basis, it's not about you. Let me burst your bubble and show you the right ways. So I do like that aspect about this. But I I do feel, I I feel it was well-written, but kind of still on the... A little bit of the internet marketing BS and not 100% informative. And it's really hard to balance that line when you are writing about marketing tips and like PPC and stuff like that. But he does do a good, the article does do a good balance of it. So he does. On to the next. On to the next one. Where we have to go on sushi when I go to his website. Uh, let's, let's, let's go for our break, actually, and then we'll be back with the next story. We'll be back in a few moments, listeners and viewers. Are you a WordPress consultant, designer, or small digital agency owner? Then you need WPTonic as your trusted white label developer partner for your next big e-learning or WooCommerce project. WPTonic has the knowledge to help you build out custom functionality that your clients need in LearnDash, Lifter LMS, and WooCommerce. WPTonic is well-known and trusted in the WordPress community. They stand behind their work with a full, no-question-asked, 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Find out how WPTonic's white-label services can help your agency today. Go to wp-tonic.com's homepage and book a free consultation with Jonathan. That's wp-tonic, just like the podcast. We're coming back. I think we've had a good discussion on some more. Um, here's, a, here's an interesting one. It comes from um, Brian Jackson. He's going to be joining us next week on the panel. Unfortunately, he couldn't join us this week. Um, but he wrote, um, based on on five to six years' experience um, with him and his brother, 18 things we learned from building and selling WordPress plugins, good Good and bad. What did you think of this one, Vito? Uh, amazing article. Um, up to I'm his a, normal, up yeah. to his normal standard. Yes. Also. So I'm, yeah, I'm always a fan of uh, of uh, Brian's uh, content, and this was just like you know I was trying to um, you know not not from a bad way, but trying to fault it preparing for this uh, uh, for this session. But I just agree with everything here. It's just a beautiful. Uh, summary of what you need to know and what you need to do to launch a successful product just take it and do so it. what were the couple of the key, key so one of the that, one stu- of, that stuck in your mind that right made the most with you so um one of the big things is be prepared to hustle which i, I think that uh, most people uh, approaching this uh, approaching this type of bit or this model uh they think of it as like a passive income if even you know to even to that degree uh, which is not, uh, and especially if you don't want to do, if you want to do something substantial with it, it's not. Um, uh, getting ready to f- for feedback, that was a beautiful point that he mentioned in there when it comes to um, iterating and, and uh, listening to the audience. I think that WordPress can do a lot more of that, even at the top level. Uh, and just a thing, yeah, and one thing that I uh, that I. Uh, that I loved here is that he affirmed, he confirmed that VAT can be confusing because I just hate it. You know, it's one of my daily nightmares. And, uh, and there's, yeah. and there's the, <laughs> well, they've combined both. It used to be two separate taxation departments, but they combined it, haven't they? But the VAT people are such nice people to deal with, aren't they? 
Well, I, I mean, just to trying to figure out where it works, where it doesn't work. The, the plugins that are that are supplied in EDD are just, uh, you know, I'm talking from based in Europe. Uh, I think it's a little different from uh, uh, from this point uh, because you do have to calculate every single one, no matter where they are, and the plugins just don't do it well. He was suggesting another plugin here that I'll probably be. Uh, uh, yeah, I wish I just happened thing. to be uh, looking at EDD uh, uh, yeah. plugins because. My husband may be using it to uh, <clears throat> sell a little bit of Windows software he's written. All right. Yeah, I sure. love yeah, so, so def- Well, everybody uh, I know who uses it loves it. And I've used it a little bit, the, the free version, and, and I like it. So... I haven't used it yeah. that much, but I'm sure you know. But there, yeah, there, there, there is at least one plugin out there that says it will, you know, calculate your VAT. You know, no, so we have we have that and stuff, but so we're we're gone through exactly what Brian is describing. So we're using the old solution that he was using for a while, but then he pointed out another one that I heard about uh, by uh, Bound Two. Uh, so they created, yeah, that's the one uh, I was looking at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that seemed like a, a much better solution. That right. I mean, you know, sales tax in the U.S. is is annoying enough that it's you know yeah. different for for every city. Um, so, Kim, what did you think of this article from Brian Jackson? Not a plug-in developer here, but I really liked it because I actually thought that the information is spot on no matter what your products and services are. Like, you don't have to be a plug-in developer. His, he had some really specific stuff, you know, but even if you're a service provider, even if you, you know, the talking about the research and what do people actually want, what right, do they want or to pay for this is stuff that my clients, I'm always telling them the same yeah. thing, you know? It's right. Just, I mean, you're, the, the, you know, the hustle, the feedback, the, the uh, 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 yeah. you know, all, all of those things do apply whether you're selling products or services or plugins or themes sure. or, or, you know, whatever you're doing. I do think the um, support issue is something that happens, you know, more when what you're selling is a technology product than, than something else. But um Especially in, in, in WordPress specifically compared to like, uh, so we have like our, our uh, uh, dashboard, which is like a SaaS kind of platform disconnected from WordPress. But then the plugin is a, pl- is a WordPress plugin. And 95% of the support is just plugin conflicts with the 60,000 other plugins that are out there mm-hmm. uh, that you got to adapt your own solution. The other solution just works, you know, uh, because... Well, funny enough, we, funny enough, we mentioned your plug-in in our interview show yesterday, um, and we were talking about how you combine the SaaS model with, yeah. you know, and we, we felt that, you know, that was the majority of successful plug-in launches. That is the model that they're going to pursue. What do you reckon, Spencer? What did you think of this article? Yeah, I appreciate Brian's detail here. I thought there was a couple points that I, I thought was surprising. I mean, first of all, we use uh, EDD on WP Fusion. We use WooCommerce on LaunchFlows. I, I found it surprising he made such a blanket statement. Maybe he'll talk about it with regard to speed and EDD versus WooCommerce. I think that's, that's something I wouldn't agree is a black and yeah, white. Yeah, I was surprised about that when yeah. I read it, yeah. But he really, I mean, first of all, his graphics are funny, so I appreciate that, but like, he really came out on the ledge with, I will never go back to WooCommerce again. And that's sort of like, I will never breathe oxygen again. I mean, pretty tough. Right. To- I mean, the, 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 you know, EDD was, was developed for a very specific purpose. And I think it's very good at that. But there may, you know, it, it also seems likely that there are other things where WooCommerce is going to be a better choice. Yeah. Yeah. So that was interesting. Speed-wise, I don't even think that's relevant because we've had this conversation before. Nobody gives a hoot once you click checkout, whether it takes a millisecond or 10 seconds. It's up to the point of clicking the button that matters. But after they click the button, they can't undo clicking the button anyway. So nobody has something. The other question I had, although again, a great resource for anybody who's interested or already in the business, is I, I was interesting. I'm gonna have to do some research. As an American company, United States company who sells wherever they sell digital goods, I don't really concern myself with VAT. So I'm interested to know why that is so critical because other than the client needing an invoice with a VAT number to self-declare. 
the, the, nobody from the 28 EU states is coming to my business to ask for money because I'm under the IRS's uh, umbrella here as far as I know. it. So I found that to be, why is he as an American company so freaked out about VAT collection and stuff? Yeah, I was a bit puzzled by that. What do you reckon, Vito? Do you think he's still well, speaking so, well, in the, in the U.S., yeah, I, I don't think it, uh, it's as, as big of a problem as it is here. But here you got to know that it's uh, if this guy is from Germany, it's going to be 17.5% this month. The next month, it might be something different. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's a it's a, a real shit fest, as they say. <laughs> uh, um, basically, trying to deal with that, it will make your hair go even grayer. Oh, but, and PayPal, by the way, one like yes, PayPal, and, pay, was, and PayPal is hard. Yes, that that is something all of us have used. But like That's the true. PayPal thing, I want to just go on. Like, say anybody has any other objection to this, mm-hmm. I want to go on by saying, twenty twenty. If you feel that PayPal is required for people to buy your product and your product is over $5, I would have a nice debate with you because. Right. That's actually something I I was thinking about just this week. There's no way that it's worth the overhead for anything over $5 for all the downsides. And if somebody tells you they can't buy your product without using PayPal because it's too inconvenient to take out any of a trillion debit or credit cards that everybody. Which, which your password manager probably has memorized anyway. I mean. So that you don't need to take them out. Kitty, it's you're ridiculous. not helping. Yeah. And, and the, but the downside of PayPal when you're running a business, WooCommerce, EDD, or anything, is now you've got this amazing unified process. Everybody playing like the team field of dreams, the perfect position. And then here comes PayPal, the dinosaur crashing the picnic is just. Your, your That's true. Yeah, I, I mean, Pay, PayPal is a dumpster fire that way, uh, and uh, so I was, I was ca- fortunate that that with one of my e-commerce uh, clients, she she was moving away from PayPal at the time that I uh, uh, started working for her, and that was because um, she had a lot of customers who were in places that PayPal didn't support right. payments from. Uh, I, I- I tell people... If and we, we went to Stripe and it was so nice. Right. If, if it's a client of mine or a person buying the software from us, I say, if you want to use PayPal, here's the deal. I will sell to you on PayPal. Here's our PayPal email. Send me the money via email. I will manually create your transaction, but you get it for one year, one transaction at retail price. Or find somebody who has a debit or credit card in 2020 Buy it with that and get the whatever discount normal automation and everything. Because amazingly, magically, credit cards come flying out of their ass that otherwise <laughs> they couldn't have. And it's just not worth taking on PayPal. So, no so you're not using PayPal on your checkouts at all? Zero. And, the, the, and the what did you do? Was, yeah. Because when we did it with previous incarnations of products and services, the PayPal stuff became a nightmare to integrate as far as whose subscription is where and changing oh, yeah. it and the, the invoicing and... When you do Stripe through WooCommerce or EDD, it's like, oh, what's Super smooth. Yeah, super smooth. Uh, but um, what do you do with subscriptions that you have running through PayPal? You got to keep them. We right? don't. I say to them, like, uh, somebody comes in, oh, I, don't, I can't check out with PayPal. I'm like, if you want to use PayPal, here's the deal. Here's our email. Send me the amount retail for the plugin. You'll get it for one year because I'll manually connect it. And you'll have to renew and do everything else. And then they go, oh, uh, okay, wait, I, I found a debit card. Uh, I found a credit card. So as soon as you present them the, you're making my life difficult and you're, you're going to have to pay by losing your, your benefits, they magically find a credit card. Because PayPal is convenient for certain things, and I use it for that. Spontaneous buys and blah, blah, blah. But because right. it's so fast to dump to a bank account, and what bank doesn't give you a debit card for your bank account these True. days? I mean, so I just say, look, we have one way to pay. Use any debit or credit card you want, done. And ironically, it hasn't... No, but I have what, what I mean, card. like... So did you used to have PayPal before and, and yeah. stopped it? So you must have like a bunch of subscriptions still running on PayPal. No, what happened was that, you know, again, because there's a spread of time on the original, like first web designer, one WD businesses, we had both. And then what happened, and this is ironic too. I want to warn people who use PayPal. Okay. I feel like I'm a moral person and so forth, but we provided access on a recurring subscription with PayPal. There were a number of people between 2013 and 2019 who continued to have money deducted automatically from their PayPal accounts because they had no freaking idea that the money was coming out. 
They still had full access to what they paid for, but nothing had been changed since 2014. So that's the ironic part about using PayPal is that it buries that stuff now so badly for the actual PayPal account owner. But when it came to us, I literally, when subscriptions would end, I would only offer them the renewal using our normal gateway. And so what happened is it just weaned itself down over time. And then there was like, there was one person that I felt bad, but like they literally fell asleep and woke up seven years later and, oh, I haven't logged in in a while. What's new? (laughs) Okay, whatever. Oh, Jesus. On to the next story, I think. Uh, um, So here are five high growth startups to watch in 2020. So um, who to start off with this? Let's start with Kim. What did you think of this one, Kim? I liked it. I actually found a couple I don't know, but most of them I'm already a fangirl of. So, you know, I like Air, I love Airtable. Um, haven't played with Calm too much. I already have a pretty significant meditation. Um, but I thought it was I, interesting. I definitely need to use Calm, don't I? Yeah, <laughs> you do. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll even support you in it. <laughs> Well, I noticed that Kaiser is like offering it to uh, people. I got an email from them about it. Um, now, I haven't got an intonation. I know some people that are really boring, and every time I speak to them, they try, all they talk about is notion. And uh, I haven't. I haven't I, I've only used it a little, uh, but I, uh, you know, it's. It, it's a different approach to the kind of project management collaboration stuff from something like Airtable. Uh, and, it, you know, it has this sort of wiki feature in it for writing stuff and creating pages along with. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, but, I, 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 but so far not interesting enough to like, you know, dig deeply into it and, and make it my, you know, primary now, when it comes to calm, it's the foundation of their business that shocks me. You know, when, you know, um, I listen to a number of startup podcasts, and I think their last variation, I, I can't remember precisely, but it was massive. And I, I just don't get it. I just, I, I, I mean, it's a consumer product. It can be massive. Everyone in the world can be using it potential wise. Yes, I mean it. It says they have you know three hundred business clients now too, which was not that what right. they uh, aimed for. But yes, it, 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 the the link is uh, about the mental health unicorn leads yeah, to something what, that what, says eighty eight million dollars in in uh, you know that they've raised, and then investment values the company at a billion dollars. Well, I'm not I sure. I just don't what, get it. I just don't get that this company's worth because it's so easy to compete against it. You know the you know what does it what makes it sticky what makes it uh um, it's just some voices going be calm your life's fucked up but, but be calm meditation <laughs> is more than that Jonathan no wonder be, you you do need be, it you do need it be calm your life sucks and it's getting worse. <laughs> yes, I mean, I think this is this is the, the, the time, right? When everybody is stressed out and, and anxious. You're going to die tomorrow, but be calm. And it's something that's, you know, much easier than um, traditional, uh, you know, meditation and uh, 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 techniques. So it, it's, always, I think, it's always right there with you. I think part of it for them is, and again, it's not one I use. I have my own practice, but they have done a good job when I've looked at it of doing exactly what you said, Sally, bringing it down to the common man level. You know, you can have a celebrity and a lot of people love celebrities. You can have a story. I can see why it would be popular with Yeah, people, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not totally... Um, um, but it's yes, not, I mean, at least you know it's what not you're worth getting. A B, it's not worth a billion bloody dollars variation. That's what I know. And, yeah, well, um, it's probably got more genuine value than we work. Well, that's not saying <laughs> yeah. that much, is but, it? Right, but look, you know, look how much money got thrown at them. But, uh, but going back to calm... You can always go on YouTube and just do a search for fuck meditation. And there are so many videos like how to not give a fuck meditation. That's seven minutes long. 
You know, I mean, I'll leave you. Financial state is not the care of fuck. You're not, saying, <laughs> yeah. you're not saying it's profitable, by the way. This is TechCrunch. So they're saying <laughs> it's valued at a billion. They borrowed yeah. 90 million. They it's not saying they're profitable. Right. You guys are, uh-huh. yeah, you know, yeah, of course. All right. Like yeah. A, so, I mean, it's, you know, it's, a, it's a sucking a high- sound. Yeah, high-growth high startup does not necessarily now, mean to, get anywhere to the in the next, long term. On to okay. the next one, which um, I'm a little bit critical. I understand it has use, but I think they were very good at their propaganda, at their marketing, and that's superhuman. So what do you think of superhuman, Vito? Um, first of all, reading this, I uh, kind of intrigued. First, they created an amazing uh, like scarcity when they're not allowing people in. Yeah. Uh, but but also like the claims that you can go through your emails twice as fast and all of that. And I get which, so which, much which crap I think emails. Like bullshit. Because I've tried I don't know. it. Uh, it uh, I never tried it. I don't know what's inside. But it's a good interface, but you can't get me your emails double. I don't know. What do you reckon, Spencer? I, I, am I being really nasty now? I mean, this is again. If you can, it's worth this 30 bucks. Sure. This is Silicon Valley hype, is what it is. Yeah. Because, right. I mean, we use a product that's outstanding for any teams called Front, frontapp.io. Yeah. That's where you have a central mailbox for your business, but you can use the same interface for your own emails. I can't say that I'm getting any more or less emails because the engine that I use for email is Google Apps or Gmail, which yeah. filters all the spam out anyway. So reading my emails doesn't need to be any faster. The interface on front is about as fast as you can go. The fact that they say they've got 100, in this article, Richard's just being provocative, they've got 180,000 people waiting to pay $30 a month. I don't think they do because I'm pretty sure their VCs would let them pay if they I would side, would you? What they probably yeah. have is 100,000 people who signed up to say... A waiting list. Yeah. It's like having like blood in the woods, and the sharks walking around. They won't take another chunk out of the cold. I've got a hot yeah. dog stand and my hot dogs are free. I'd have 180,000 people waiting for free hot dogs too. As soon as you ask a dollar, that list would go down substantially. Right. More importantly, I think that now that we've been talking about calm, I think Jonathan really needs to make a sleep story. <laughs> so... Hello, folks, and welcome back to your sleeping. And it's just everything else would be so perfect, John. I'll base it, it on Animal Farm. Back to your morning. <laughs> I, feel, I feel that I'm living through George Orwell's Animal Farm, living in America in 2020 anyway. I just think yes, well... Uh, I just think it's a. I just think he, he foresee it's a it's a combination of Animal Farm and 1984 combined. It, it's right. sinister, but it's fast. It's fasterful as well. You know. You know. You just gonna it, it, now. As any of you has any of you used Notion? I've used only it very well, and it's a good organization. Sorry, Zelly, go ahead. Said, yeah, just, only only a little. I, I mean, I I liked it. Um, and I keep getting their emails and thinking, well, you know, they, they've mentioned a bunch of other stuff. I should probably check it out. But yeah, like in what copious spare time, it's there. A lot of these tools are very nice in different ways. But choosing one is hard, partly because it's not just about what works for me. It also has to be about what's going to work mm-hmm. for any clients I want to use it with and which clients are uh, into using any kind of collaboration and project management tools at all versus which ones only want to ever use email. Um, and, and, one, and they're also, um, they're oh. also with these, I haven't tried it yet, but the one thing I find with these is I think I've bought like, I don't know how many it's embarrassing on app sumo deals. Cause I just have to have the damn deal. But once you get I do need some software purchasing therapy. But you need the, um, we got a meeting next week. You can attend. Okay. Kim, so, uh, <laughs> it's a slack meeting for people that weaning off assumer deals. Right. Sumaholics anonymous. Yes. I need that. But, point with any of these is is once you've got one and you use it and all trying to then pull out and do, do something else you, you're committed so much but yeah. it really takes something special once you've terrible. got your crm your project management all of that done now to go 
start a new tool. Man, I just want to finish it's, off. It's not an easy thing to chase the shiny with. Uh, yeah. Now, the finish off air table. I don't use it, but I think this is one of the few serious. Now, what makes air table so good, Kim? I like that it's so easy to share. I mean, even people who aren't technical, a lot of times if I'm working with them, they'll just have an air table. These were the things that they wanted to create. And maybe we're building a curriculum or whatever. They've already put it in there. They found it easy to do. I can see where they are. And it's easy to manage, manipulate, share with others. I, I, that's what I like with it. I have to say, if it's, if it's based on spreadsheets, that's going to give it a huge advantage with corporate clients, given that, right. you know, uh, most of them seem to know how, how to use uh, Excel and PowerPoint, and that's it. That's what you need in yeah. modern America, isn't it? You know, and it really count, beats the count heck the out of uh, every Google week, Sheets you know? if you want to share a spreadsheet <clears throat> with somebody. Well, like I say, that's what you need in corporate America and count the deaths every week. You know, of the people that died in the organization. There we go. There we go. <laughs> uh, shit. All right. Honestly, you didn't laugh at that. I, I, I think thought, the I pandemic thought, thought, has, has, you know, mm-hmm. uh, increased your uh, <clears throat> cynicism factor uh, uh, exponentially. <laughs> I just watch it. Like I say, it's animal farming, slow motion, you know. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> right. Uh, um, let's finish off. BuddyPress 6.0 released with new group and member blocks. What did you think of this one, Sandy? Well, I think that it's, you know, it's it's good that they're keeping at it, but BuddyPress has been kind of unloved in general. I mean, I think, I think they put out something else uh, recently. And I loved the concept of BuddyPress when it first came out, but it is... You know, but but it, it's not exactly the like Facebook in a box for your website that it you know was was pitching itself as from the beginning, and it seems like it's harder and harder for people to get folks to participate in a separate um, you know community on their website. Vito may have some in, input on this, but that a lot of people well, it's like yeah, but you know, I'm already in. Facebook all the time, or I'm already in Slack all the time, or I already, you know, and so uh, that may be part of why, uh, you know, BuddyPress has has not been uh, getting so much love. Uh, and I don't know whether adding, uh, you know, adding blocks to it will uh, help. Uh, well, Spencer, do you think it just needs to be put, you know, put out of its pain, you know, it just needs the bolt in the head? I mean, I, I think I'm back to the consistent feeling about all this. I mean, with respect to the conversation, Sally brings up good points about the benefits of Gutenberg, but until Gutenberg gets its act together and decides it's an editor, not a page builder, I find it just tiring to have all these, like, take a wagon wheel, attach it to the Tesla kind of a product. Buddy Press does not need this. And Michael Eisen at Buddy Boss pretty much now owns and controls the entire Buddy Press, BB Press ecosystem. G- Triple J seems okay with that anyway. And so yeah. when we have clients, the decision is we just say, do you have a social network first kind of an idea? Yes or no? If it's yes, we say use the Buddy Boss stuff. If, we say, if they say no, we say use Astra because you just need a spacer between WordPress and Elementor. And this whole conversation about Gutenberg just exhausts me because I'm sure there'll be dozens and dozens of these kinds of products and they're all going to become irrelevant as soon I'll as... I'll tell you something I noticed. It was, just a, it was just a comment and it fascinated me. It was this week and it was from Adam from WP Crafter and he was remarking to somebody that was saying they were having a problem with Lifter LMS with a page builder. I don't... I, can't, I think it was Alamator. And he said, no, and I thought to myself, what he said was that all the people that approach him are having problems with with uh, either Learn Dash or Lift NMS, he said, and I help them for free, he said that um, it's all about pa- integrating it with page builders. This is going to be so much easier with Gutenberg. And I thought to myself, Adam, you've basically your whole... Your whole channel, your whole, your um, 
working with um with Astra and building your whole YouTube channel, which you've done a fantastic job of, but it's all based on page builders. And suddenly you in one breath you can throw them under the train. I was um did you see that? That I didn't part. see that. That does interest me coming from uh, uh, coming from Adam. Although, I mean, you know, uh, Elementor came out with uh, Gutenberg blocks right away. Um, so that perhaps it, it is going to be more of the, um, you know, you uh, more of a combination of some kind so that... But what, what I can't accept, Adam, is that you have an intellectual position... And then literally one breath, you throw it under the train. What do you reckon, Spencer? Well, obviously I have some experience with Adam and how they do business. And what Adam does really well is he's built up an enormous YouTube audience for WordPress topics. I would say mostly of people who are at the early stages of figuring out what they want to do. And so from that extent, his business model in WP Crafter is very transparent. It's affiliate links. Okay. So he has to serve that master, and he's been very clear about it himself in recent times about how Amazon hit his business when they get rid of affiliate links and so on and so forth. So he's serving his YouTube income master, his affiliate link master. But then he's got one other foot in the world of being obviously a creator with the, their product and his relationship with Sujay. And I think that's where the discrepancy comes because, as you've rightly pointed out, the way they do things with their plugin and the way Astra does certain things, I have obviously personal discrepancy with. That's why my business does what it does. And I find it's very hard to serve two masters in a public space where your comments are out in the open. It's like being a politician. So I, I'm being very diplomatic here. I don't envy him, but I understand why he's sort of got his foot in his mouth on this. And ultimately, he'll just... You know, did, you notice, say, did you notice that post? That I'm yes, remarked? of course. I, I watch, listen, I watch everything that's created that relates to what I do. And what he does there, I was interested in because of the, you know, launch flows, cart flows thing. And in that particular case, I noticed recently he's had to make certain videos that kind of like acknowledge things that his plugin doesn't do, but here's a PHP script, like his last video, that you can use a plugin to add a PHP script to fix what's wrong with our plugin. And I found that to be odd too, because it's sort of tangential. Uh, yeah, maybe you should just patch your plugin. Exactly. And so I'm saying it's very hard. I'm being diplomatic to his position. It's very hard when your main income is coming from the left side, but then you have to appease the right side. That's yeah, but I was aghast at this this comment. I, I thought I read it. I read. I thought I read. When I read it the first time, I thought I'm going to have to read. Well, it. yes, I mean, oh. I, I don't recollect him ever being very pro Gutenberg, but it seems like he may have gotten a reminder about one thing that Gutenberg was supposed to accomplish, although it's by no means there yet. Was having something consistent that everybody everybody used. It's like it's like being taken up the mountain. By the leader, and then suddenly he said, "Well, I'm jumping. I'm I'm taking a helicopter, and I'm just leaving you at the top of the mountain." <laughs> you got also you got also keep in mind he's recently had recommendations that I take issue with because they're also against his interest in the relationship with Astra and Sujay. He recently said that this is the best theme of the year, and it was that one that started with a K or something. Yeah, I never heard of and, him. And, and I'm looking at that, reading that, watching the video, thinking. What are you talking about? Like your plot, your products, your partner, your income stream is coming from Astra, Elementor, those other things. And here you're talking about recommending to people to start with this standalone. I can't remember the thing, the K theme, whatever. Yeah, yeah, and vice, yeah, it's I'm, the, I'm, it's yeah. the same problem. Like, why are you recommending a theme at all? You know, but there you go. So there you go. There we it's go. tough to be a YouTube yes, partner. although I mean. Jonathan, I do remember a, a fairly well-known situation where uh, a politician in, in Britain was, you know, accused of having a different stance on something than they'd embraced 10 or 15 yeah, well, would or 20 never, years that, ago. That would, that would never happen. Right. And the response was basically, you know, I change my opinion when the facts change. Yeah. Well, I could say about well, it that, certainly doesn't that, seem that, that, that would, it certainly that would, doesn't seem to happen in, in politics from, today because fa facts are irrelevant. But well, um, yeah, there you yeah. go. That would ban me from YouTube if I responded to that 
in the way I want you to. Right, it, it, so um, let's, let's go. Uh, um, but I just thought I'd mention that. You probably, you probably never answer an email from me again. Uh, um, but I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Adam, but I was a little bit ag- aghast at that. But there we go. Uh, um, so, Kim, how can people find out more about you and what you're up to? Oh, no, we haven't done our products. We haven't done our products. I apologise, listeners and viewers. Kim, have you got anything you want to recommend to the listeners and viewers? It's not a product. And for you guys, this is way too basic. But if there's any little bit, little newer developers out there, I've been in child theme hell recently. Do not edit the main theme. No. Customize <laughs> a child. That, that is why child themes were invented. So please don't argue with me about it. Do it. That's my recommendation. All right, yes. <laughs> well, do put, put a little sentence into chat and that I'll make sure that's all right. Um, Sally, got any recommendations? Uh, yes. Now, this is not something I've tried yet because it just, you know, showed up actually, you know, in an ad in, in a newsletter. Uh, but it's a product called Scroll that does something that I've heard lots of people ask for. As you know, everybody is moving to subscriptions for this, subscriptions for that. And people are like, for God's sake, you know, all these subscriptions. Can't somebody just bundle this stuff together and I can pay like one amount and then get access to a, a bunch of different things. And that's what they are doing is saying you pay us and um, you get access to all of these partner news publications with no ads. And it will speed the, you know, it will speed the reading experience up because everybody knows it is an absolutely miserable experience to try to read anything that has ads on. And half of them uh, w- uh, now will not let you read it with your ad blocker on okay. um, un- unless you pay. And again, you know, am I going to juggle all of these different uh, subscriptions. That's, That's a good one. I will definitely sign up for this because my pet peeve is I have Apple iPhone and even in Apple News, it's like half of them all of a sudden say, pay me 2 to 49 or 369 <laughs> a month. And it's like, I'm not going to sign up for a subscription to read your one article or two articles a month, but this makes sense. 250 a month and I can read maybe a dozen of those companies. That, that actually is logical. It's yes. an aggregate. So got recommendations, Spencer? Yeah, uh, this one's a little esoteric. I actually had two, but I was going to go with this one. If you are thinking about doing something with your own plugin and it's monetized, um, I had an enormously amazing experience. Uh, took a chance with the guys at AppCero. It's the happy add-ons company that develops this. And the solution is one for anybody who wants a plugin that needs automatic updates. There are ways to do this through add-ons for EDD or, you know, custom code or block your own. But essentially, you got to provide a lot of stuff to make this process simple. They have a dashboard and interface. They are the guys at WeDevs, I think, actually. And they are scratching their itch. Saif, I want to call out to, who helped me walk through some of this, took a couple of road bumps here. But at the end, anybody who's thinking about having a plugin that you're going to, you know, take money and then it auto-updates, um, I would definitely check this out because it's free now. They say it'll be about two, 25 bucks per thousand people, but an amazing dashboard, a professional experience. And again, seems like it's scalable, but for me, it was just a risk worth taking because I thought, oh, I'll try it. And at the end, that's what we ended up installing in about six hours over the weekend on launch flows. And it really just provided a one-stop shop. So I don't have to deal with any of that stuff anymore. So I would recommend it. Question on that. Uh, so, I, were you doing the EDD uh, uh, pushes before moving to this solution? I've done it two ways. And obviously, Jack has set up his own blend of stuff with EDD and, you know, the plugins update. But we use WooCommerce on launch flows. And right. so, I was going to use either EDD solution and then self-host it on A3 or S3, or I was going to do some other one of these free kind of like workarounds. But you always end up having to babysit everything. What this does, which is nice, is instead of giving you a heavyweight stuff, it gives you a pro dashboard with all the interface stuff with the client so you know what they're doing, how they're doing, and it looks great, feels great. But they also have built-in integration with WooCommerce, WooCommerce subscriptions, the built-in with like you can auto-license. So all the little nitpicky stuff turned out to be just like one or two snips of code added to launch flows, set it up. And I can gladly and highly recommend this as a better outcome. Um, not that many people obviously are writing plugins, but if you are somebody that has a plugin, 
there's another type of plugin that um, Vova Feldman has, Freemius, yeah, Freemius which does yeah. a different model. I love Vova and his company, and I knew him when he started it, but that's a different model because what that does is you put the plugin in and it's like, hey, Freemius, do you want to pay for this? And I find that, I've asked him, I found that a little annoying. What this does is it looks like you wrote it yourself. It looks literally like a pro. You don't even see it as the user, and I appreciate that. So it's an alternative. Yeah, put the links all nice. into chat. Yeah. So, so uh, Michelle, have you got anything you want to recommend? Mine is more community-based <laughs> and seen it a lot, at, and it's getting better, but we just had like another one of it today. When you do a panel, when you are a um, lead organizer for a WordCamp or any type of conference or something like that, be mindful of who you are picking for um, to do the talks and the panels and be mindful of how you're setting things up and in, include diversity and make sure you are doing that purposely. Yeah, well, I, mean, sure. we, well, I try my best. I, tr I do try, you know, for my sins. I think the panel would say I've, I try and get more diverse people on. Uh, oh, we've, um, we've got, we've actually got an, an even balance of genders today. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah. This is the mm. most diverse WP Tonic show in recent memories. Yeah, but I'll try, I'll try, I do. Uh, Vito, got anything you want to recommend to the listeners and viewers? Yeah, so we're talking about uh, a body bliss, uh, yeah. but and I wanted to, to share the solution uh, uh, that's kind of like forked it out like last year, a year ago, and they've been doing an amazing job at it. Uh, reviving this entire kind of platform and giving it uh, uh, a really nice, fresh uh, a breath of air on it. Uh, it's called Body Boss. And definitely everyone should, if, if you're looking for a body press solution, forget about that and go for this. That is yeah, be my yeah, recommendation. Yeah. If yeah. you're going to go down that route and yeah. you're going to stay in the WordPress ecosystem, you've got no alternative. Well, you can do not do that, but you'll regret it. <laughs> So I got to say, you know, uh, good luck to you. Don't ask me to. No, but with, with body bus, the, the experience is completely different. So I got I had a chance of building a, a few body body press uh, uh, websites along the years uh, for clients and for stuff that we were doing uh, for the band, for example. We were managing a community through that, uh, but uh, this is just a whole new level. A whole new level. Yeah. yeah. Right before I um, ask the um, um, panel to. Um, they um, say how they could be contacted. I want to. I want to tell you, listeners and viewers, we I'm doing a free webinar with Spencer Forum on the panel, and that's going to be on Tuesday, the second of June, at nine a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Me and Spencer are going to be going through how to use his launch flows with Alimator, with um, WooCommerce to build really fantastic funnels um, that can be better than click funnels solutions at a very more attractive price. And you will be able to ask questions of me. You won't get a sensible answer, but you will get sensible <laughs> answers out of Spencer. Uh, um, so um, it's a, a, a ability to learn how to build real great funnels and talk to a real expert on the subject. I, um, want to I want to clarify, just not that it's different. Funnels are funnels. Custom checkout experiences are different. We focus with launch flows on the custom checkout experience, which is the WooCommerce part of whatever. But that's typically part of a larger sales funnel, which may involve your sales pages, might involve your LMS, and in this webinar, we're going to cover the stack that I always refer to on the show, right? It's WordPress, WooCommerce, WP Fusion, your favorite CRM, Lifter LMS. If you like LearnDash, it's similar. Uh, you're going to have like uh, the, the, the launch flows and all the other accessories that go along with that. And then ultimately for any kind of business, whether it's a, an e-commerce shop or it's a membership site, it will give you the framework for free. And you'll be able to take, you can go now to our free demo, just get a site that's all set up, what we're using, and you'll be able to play along and keep it and do all your thing. And then from there, all the other plugins that you want to add into that stack work perfectly because that foundation is something that over the last 14 years, 
and especially the last three, we found works for a brand new ballerina or a billionaire. And everybody's just looking at the Home Depot thing. And it's so confusing, but it's not. It's like buying an iPhone. You just buy the iPhone and there's a couple apps that work. And then that same phone works for everybody. So if you want to come and learn what you're doing right or wrong or how you might try it differently, all this stuff is free. And even the software is mostly free because, you know. So it's a great ability, a great opportunity to ask questions of Spencer. How do you sign up? You go to the WP Tonic um, homepage. In the top menu, there is a button that says free webinar. You click it, you sign up, and you'll be given updates nearer to the 2nd of June um, to join us on this webinar and learn how to build modern funnels and checkouts. It's going to be a blast. Now, um, Kim, how can people find out more about you and what you're up to? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Kim Shivler. You can find me online at kimshivler.com. And Sally, how can you people find out more about you and what you're up to? I, I am at Sally Getch on Twitter and Instagram uh, and uh, at WP Fangirl most other places. And you can find me at WPFangirl.com. And Spencer, how can people find out more about you? Uh, I'm at launchflows.com, but I'm also captivated. Sally, is that a green screen behind you or is that an actual picture? It is a green screen. The, the photo is one I took of the park that's uh, next to uh, our housing development. But, but the thing is a green screen because I'm noticing... It's, it's an actual piece of fabric hung on the wall. Yes. Green though, right? Oh, because... Okay. Yes, it's green. It's a, it's a, you know, it was like 25 bucks from Amazon. And because I did not want to go to the you know, production of like putting up a rail for it or anything. It's just thumbtacked onto the wall. I moved the posters um, and uh, it, it, it works fine. And, and you know, the, the next um, thing is that I'm going to get an external camera and a mount so that right. it doesn't like jiggle around when I That's right, because you're laptop. in the Uncanny Valley now. Like when you move your laptop... You're in the uncanny valley. Uh, right. So I don't, it, yes, I, I, you know, since since everybody is spending so much more time on video calls, um, uh, you know, my uh, my compulsive, uh, you know, my pandemic spending has, has tended toward uh, things like that. Um, right. uh, that's fascinating. Uh, veto. <laughs> veto. <laughs> veto. <laughs> English just comes out of me. Vito, <laughs> how, how can people find out more about you? What are you up to? <laughs> uh, you can check out wpfeedback.co and uh, find me on Twitter as well, Vito Felig. All right, that's nice. Uh, I'll send, um, I'll send uh, Jonathan a link to calm after this. Uh, uh, I think uh, you need to download it. All right, fair enough. <laughs> uh, but, well, yeah. I'll, I'll, don't do that. For God's sake, don't. <laughs> Do that to me. You're gonna give Jonathan a heart attack. Well, <laughs> if I, now he really I, I, needs calm. Blimey, I go hot. I, I literally, he's shown. Oh Jesus, just don't do that. Uh, Michelle, where can people find out more about you? What are you up to? Okay, uh, website can'tspeakgeek.com, uh, Twitter Michelle underscore Butcher, and on. All most Slack groups. I am at Michelle Butcher Jones, and it's Michelle with one L. Are you, are you just trying to make it? Is is this a test <laughs> to put the right the right address in so they can actually communicate with you? My mom, she didn't really believe in double letters because my middle name is Lynn, but spelled simply L Y N. All right. Well, if you can understand. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, Michelle's mother and my mother have a, obviously something in common about non-traditional spellings. Well, there we go. Well, thank you very much, That's panel. So it's, much been, it's been a blast. I think it's been an excellent show. We'll be back next week, folks, with another great WP Tonic roundtable. We'll see you next week, folks. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the WP Tonic Podcast, the podcast that gives you a dose of WordPress medicine twice a week. 